Greetings, friends. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com, back with another moment of chronic wellness. So I told you yesterday that there's this distinction about being deaf versus being hard of hearing. And I learned that as I was getting my instruction to be a sign language interpreter. And after being an interpreter for a number of years, I continued in my study and went on to work uh, in, at the college level as a director of services for students with disabilities. And so I worked more broadly with folks who had disabilities and I did that with folks who were able to get into college. So right, not working with developmentally delayed folks who weren't college um, ready or weren't uh, developmentally at a stage or ability level where they could get into college. So I'm already sorting out levels of privilege or cognitive ability based on they could get into college. And um, even just the name of that office, controversial went back and forth between calling being called services to students with disabilities or uh, disability student services and this tension highlights a tension that exists within the disability community and we oftentimes refer to it as person first language which is why you might believe that it's right to say person who is hard of hearing rather than deaf person <laughs> or maybe even person who is deaf but that you're describing hearing loss as a person with a hearing loss rather than um, a hearing loss person a deaf person the and so and so we've gotten into this habit of person-centered language is the most gentle and generous way to treat disability because then we're talking about the person and not the pathology and it has evolved from this perspective of disability from a human rights or a sociologically normative perspective. And it's this idea that variation in humans is the norm, not the exception. And therefore, variation as it relates to ability to see, to walk, to read, <laughs> to hear, to um, live free of disease, all of these things is on a continuum. And variety is the norm, not heterogeneity, being the same, not sameness. Variety is the norm, not sameness. And if that is the case, then these things are not outside the norm so much as they are just spectrum or continuum or places along the norm and that's the human rights perspective of disability or of chronic illness the medical model of disability or of chronic illness is nope anything wrong with the body is pathology in the body and then we focus on the thing that is wrong with the person her ears his brain <laughs> her lungs and and then we see that as something that needs to be fixed um, and what was so difficult working in student services for example 
was that students had to document their medical disability in order to then provide them services. So in order to get accommodation in the classroom or at work or any other place where accommodation is needed, you have to prove the medical model of disability. But then particularly in student services at a college, we are trying to instill within students the independence, the competence, the self-determination, the self-advocacy skills to take on the mantle of the human rights model of disability. This is functional. This is all a part of what is the natural spectrum of being a human, right? While at the same time, asking them to prove themselves within the medical model of disability. Um, I came to see this as a service provider's dilemma, that here we are straddling this divide between the medical model and the human rights model, asking to provide services based on the medical model, but then asking that model to fall away once we've been approved for services and asking students to see themselves within the human rights framework of disability. Mighty confounding, tricky you might say, a balancing act. All right, we're gonna get into this a little bit further. I hope this isn't too esoteric for many of you. And if it is, I wanna hear that. So tell me your thoughts. Talk to me about person-centered language. Tell me your experiences with the human rights and the medical models of disability. And if you don't have any experiences, great. Ask me what questions are coming to mind as you listen to me go on about this. All right, I have some more thoughts and I'm eager to share them with you. So I'll be back tomorrow and we'll continue this conversation. Until we're together again, thank you for being here and be well.